0: Guys, it's Courtney and Ariana and it's through the grapevine we're two friends sip wine while spilling love tea and welcome to season two <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. I, was- yes. I hate that I did that sing-songy voice <laughs> oh my
0: gosh I was trying not to, uh, to laugh. I could see it on your face oh I was cracking up okay well here we are here, here we're back, we're <laughs> back. <laughs> Sorry.
1: We're back. We are back, indeed. We had a summer off. We wanted to, we wanted to enjoy our summer.
0: Enjoy and our summer. Ariana started a new job, and she apparently speaks yes. in third person. And <laughs> I,
1: actually, so did I. A different position oh, yeah. within work, but
0: yeah, yeah. We started new jobs. We took summer off. We had to focus on life. Not that this takes up too much time, and it's not like we stopped talking about pop culture at all. No, 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 Yeah, What's we just happened? wanted. to... A
1: free, if things came up on a Monday night and we wanted to do them during summer, we had free reign to do so. Exactly. And did anything come up on Monday nights? No. But, you know, we wanted that availability in our schedules. Exactly. (laughs) And
0: there was so little gossip that we're going to cover it all in this one single episode, plus some things that have happened in the last week that have made us pull out the microphones again because... Wow, summer was dead, but as soon as Labor Day weekend was over, the celebs said, and action. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, so we're going to cover everything that's happened uh, this past summer. Movies, TV, gossip, of course. Um, And then hopefully, I mean, everything should get back underway. We are going to touch on um, the SAG strike, and hopefully that doesn't keep too many celebrities um, out of gossip and you know, yeah, the
0: tabloids, but if Obviously, this passed, we're, uh, we're going to talk about the strike, we Bernie have a theory that we're going to get so much gossip yeah. because of the strike, which I'll because go into, of- but um, I think that we're about to be like locked and loaded heading into this ball. Like, I, yeah, I, I feel it. I there's feel no like way the we're going to have two seasons of quiet, you know, quiet no. celebrity, and no. honestly, these celebs are. They're dying. They love attention. It is, um, we're going to, we're going to talk all about it, but they're thirsting for attention more than we are. So, um, more than we're thirsting for them. I'm, I'm thirsting for attention, but I meant more than, <laughs> more than usual.
1: They, they need more it right you. now. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, um, to kick off, uh, We saw each other this summer. I'm surprised we didn't see each other more, to be fair.
0: I know, only once. Well, I should have come uh home probably, and you Mm -hmm. probably should have came down more. Yeah, and I I should have. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: But we did see each other. I came down for our anticipated Renaissance show that we have been waiting for for months. Um, August 9th, was it? Yes. Yeah, August 9th. Beyonce was in Charlotte, North Carolina and talk about a good day i wow, start to finish start to finish every day. <laughs> yeah. um but yes yeah, so we we're gonna start off with our experience of the renaissance tour because it was an experience the and one. i will say as somebody who saw taylor's eras tour that people came back and they're like all right so what was the better one and i truly from the bottom of my heart i can't decide but i will say this renaissance tour has some of the most incredible visuals. And obviously Holy shit. the dancing Thanks is so- amazing. The singing, she's a vocalist. We, but I just want to let everybody know if they have ever the opportunity to see this. I was just watching the background visuals as if it was like true cinema. It was just it's incredible a whole show in
0: itself. It's- so I can't
1: imagine when she finally, finally, whenever she releases visuals for this album, how stunning they're going to be. If they're, a tenth of what we saw during yeah. that show. I'm going to be was, more than happy with waiting I, this long and getting nothing.
0: Truly, I I do this with every concert. I like blackout during it. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> remember like very key details. I rem- I'll remember some like random stuff, but like I could not go back and tell you like everything I loved about it because I just yeah. I. I'm like so entranced. It can be the, the worst singer ever and I'm still going to be like oh, like trying to recall everything that happened. Right. Um, I don't know if show. you were the same, but
1: I, I, this show particularly, not so much I did with Taylor because, I, maybe I did, I wanted to be in the moment so I really didn't pull my phone out to record a lot because I was like, no. I want to be like, I don't want to watch the screen through my phone on the screen. Exactly. I'm not, like see it, see it. And then I guess because of doing that, I don't have many videos, so I can't really
0: remember everything, but I just Thank remember just, for TikTok because that's exactly. the only way that I have like got to rewatch this concert because I couldn't pull my phone out. I quite literally, every time I went to go pull my phone out, like something you, else was happening. Something else was happening. You yeah. don't want to hear me singing either. So like my videos were going to be terrible. Right. Um, and I, the songs that you want to sing along with are the ones that you're probably going to
1: video. So you're just you're like, Well, I just shouldn't pull my phone out and record because I'm going to stay at the top of my lungs for these and I want to watch these back hearing my truly voice over Beyonce Giselle Knowles' (laughs) corner.
0: The The only only songs that she sang that I was like, oh, I wouldn't sing along to this is when the Queen, Blue Ivy Carter, came Mm. out Mm -hmm. and um, I lost my shit when she came out. Same. (laughs) Same. (laughs) So, Courtney and I got drinks beforehand, and um, we were talking about, like, what do you think's going to happen to the show? And I was, like, a little crazy person, and I was like, I don't think Blue's going to be there because it's a school night. Like, she hadn't been doing weeknights. and <laughs> So, I wasn't expecting her to come out whatsoever. So, when she did, I went berserk.
1: I, I have no idea why, went, as if she has to do homework
0: on... Yeah. Yeah, oh, like she's ever her school. yeah. Yeah. And it's the middle of summer. Like, what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so just I just said Giselle. Beyonce comes out, she starts the show singing ballads. Absolutely like Mike is on. Mike is on. Insane. She sang one plus one, um, dangerously in love, and then I'd rather die young, which was she went in her bag for that one. I was like, okay, a little B-side I'll admit, track. I'll admit, I didn't know that one. Oh, you didn't? I That's from 4. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I was shook when she... I was like, that is like a little cult favorite one.
1: Does she do that every... Show? She doesn't do like any surprise songs, right? Because I, I, I try so. not to look at a set list. And I still don't look at set list. But it seems that she does it pretty concise, like same songs. I just... Yeah. Like, I
0: think she does. Um, and then she sang Mary Jane Blige. I'm going down. Yeah, I think she did like a little interpolation of that a little bit. Yeah. And then she left the stage and then she came back and it was like she turned up. I like love huh. that that she was like basically her own opener. She was like, Let yeah. me show you all that I can still She's sing. like, let me give you these
1: little ballads real quick. Yeah. And then <laughs> we're getting to run a run
0: run a run a song, run a red, a run a song. Dress, 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 dress. <laughs> turned up the whole time after that like there was no the only pauses I will say this and obviously like we're never gonna get to see a concert like a concert that beyonce puts on right but that was the most pauses I've ever seen her take in the show like the number of uh like interludes between sets she typically mm. doesn't do that many that many but Like we said, the graphics were so good that you kind of weren't paying attention that she wasn't on stage. But um, that was something I noticed was that was probably the most breaks she's taken, like in between songs. And then um, the least amount of dancing she's done, but she does have a foot injury. Well, she had a foot injury at the beginning of tour, so Uh, I'm sure it's like difficult to add in more choreography as the tour's going along, but... Those were like the two things. I don't know if I call them complaints because I don't have complaints. But I
1: think you can tell, and it could be from the foot injury. And I did. Um, I wouldn't say worry. I didn't really worry about this, but I was watching a few TikToks when she was on the European leg that kicked it off. And I, and again, it could be completely the foot injury. Energy was just like a little low. Not I wouldn't say yeah. low. I was just I mean like 80%. eighty percent. So I was like I was like maybe when like she come to the states like. She's going to really turn it up. And I fully believe she did. She absolutely did.
0: Yeah. Also, from the videos, because we, I went back and, like, had to watch videos, too. The European crowd was, like, knocked him in. No. They were not, like, they should have gone to an Adele concert. And that's nothing against Adele, because I know Adele was probably, like, standing up for Beyonce, too. Right. But, um, yeah, the European crowds were there for, like a show and not to participate yeah. where she like feeds off the energy. So it was like, yeah.
1: and not to say that they weren't, but they, I think the way that they like receive shows is more, I wouldn't say respectful, but like they're going to sit down and they're going to like watch it as I, a show yeah. where you're going yeah. as an experience. Where or I guess here. more like American fans yeah. or Brazilian fans. I don't
0: know. They always see like yeah. just seem like we are pretty similar to like South American fans where we're like super into it. People dressing up, people like singing the whole time. Like, I don't think that if you're, if I was in Europe and somebody had to stand beside me, the way I was screaming every single song during that concert, they would have kicked me out. Like out of the country. Yeah. I had um, some woman beside me who was like annoyed our, our section was, like, turn. Our section was, like, turn. Like, I screamed at one point, Virgo's Groove came on, and that's my uh-huh. favorite song from Renaissance. And I could hear it, like, the second the first <laughs> note happened. I was like, everybody get up, this is this song. <laughs> and everybody in the room in front of me, no clue who these people were, like, stood up. I was like, yeah, come on. Um, but this woman beside me was, like, um, wanting to sit down, like, whole time, and I was like, ma'am no ma'am what are you doing she was kind of like bumping my leg kind of like and I was like are you serious gonna stop me I'm not I don't you even pay attention to her I just quite literally like now I'm gonna have to stand up during the interludes because you're trying to make me sit down like please and that's what you have knock it off yes. there was a girl
1: There was probably like five girls beside us and the girl that I had gone with we kind of like Did do Maybe they were like sorority girls that were. I think we talked about this with the. Maybe we talked about this about the Taylor tour, or maybe we talked about this like while we We were talking about this via text. A lot of people, it seemed, and this is not to like doubt anybody's. I mean, you have a very massive Taylor fan right here, and with you, you have a massive Beyonce fan. It seemed a lot of people are going to these shows who maybe we've clocked aren't fans. I just like weren't fans in the past, and we're surprised to see them posting for the these concerts that they're going to.
0: Yeah, yeah. Specifically Taylor and Beyoncé. Only Taylor and Beyoncé. Only. Um, I Well, what I deduced it as is that people just want to be a part of the moment and not yes. necessarily be, be an actual fan. Like OG
1: fan. And if you can't be an recent fan... you know, to fans, have to
0: be like OGs, but it's just like, y'all don't even like the music, but you're like, well, if everybody else is going... Then I have to I, go. I have to go, yeah.
1: Yeah, but that was very much the, the feeling I got with these girls beside us, because... They left with like two songs left. Some other people, I would say any other concert I went to, I would understand. People are like, we've got to beat the traffic at the stadium show, you know, whatever. I feel like there's artists you do and you don't do that to. And the artists you don't do that to is a very short list. And Beyonce's on that list. Yeah. You stay till the end. You wait. And honestly, walking out of there was not a hassle at all. It was was, not hard. It was very easy. It was easy to get out. But um, I was very surprised to see them walk out with, like, the last two to three songs left. There were probably, like, six of them, seven of them, and half of them left the third song, and the other half left the second song, and I was like, girls.
0: What what are you doing? You know what else, too, is that I think that people forgot how concerts work because well, sorry, how album concerts work because Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift did an heiress tour, and she Mm -hmm. sang all of her, like, classics. I don't think that people realize that, like, Album tours, which is what most tours are, unless it's like a farewell tour or like a greatest hits tour. Most tours are album tours, and the singer sings almost every song on that album, and then they'll do a couple of their big hits. But from the previous albums, yeah. Yeah. If you're not like a Renaissance fan, then it wasn't the tour for you. And like, same that if Taylor did a Midnight's tour, it would have been like those songs and then a couple of her other big songs 100 like, yeah. i don't think people i think that people have like a skewed version of how concerts work because of that which is and so crazy, crazy f- because it's
1: only been one tour you know only taylor for- doing, yeah. that.
0: And one and tour doing that people lost their mind during covid and they don't know how the world works anymore yeah um,
1: or maybe but- they think because so many years were lost by covid that when they come back it should be like, hey, let me reintroduce myself. These are all the songs you remember me by rather than this is the music I worked on during COVID. Yeah. And this is, this is what I'm touring rather than everything just to give you like a quick reminder, more or less.
0: And another thing is that there aren't people with like huge discographies. That was hard to say (laughs) like Beyonce or Taylor. So like I'm trying to think of like the concerts I went to recently, like Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa can do all of her hits because she's been out for f- four years. Um, right. Where Beyonce, if she has to do all of her hits, will be there all damn night. Also oh. surprise. No Destiny's Child. Um, a little surprised by that. Yeah, I will agree. Yeah. She always does a little brief. Uh, and maybe I just noticed it. Cause remember I was talking shit about Justin Timberlake and how he'd I went and saw him in concert, and he didn't do any in sync songs, not even mm-hmm. gone. Mhm, drive me nuts, but I was like, Oh, Beyonce, you're taking notes from j t of all people mm. yeah. um <laughs> i think she at
1: least did something during um formation tour, right?
0: yeah, she, she always do- does, yeah, yeah, she always at least does say my name, and then she'll. She didn't do Irreplaceable, which also, okay, I was talking to one of my coworkers, my boss went to the concert and me and her were talking about it. And that was her Mm -hmm. first Beyonce concert. And um, she was like, oh, I thought she was going to do like Irreplaceable. That's, you know, one of the classics. And I was like, yeah, that definitely is. But now that I think about it, she she didn't do single ladies. She didn't. And for that, I'm grateful. Not going For that, I will get down on both (laughs) knees.
2: Appreciate
0: Wants it. Check my notes. Thank you. But, Thank um, you. God be. I bet you at some point you have to start hating these songs, mm. like as Beyonce as Taylor Swift. Like, how many fucking times can I say, can you say this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like I am Survivor. very glad that she hype. I wouldn't even say hyperfocus
1: because again, this was an album tour. I mean, we didn't hear Halo, did we? Thank God. Yeah, no, we didn't. No,
0: we didn't hear again. Halo. I'm grateful when she started the ballads, I was like, "Ah, oh. yeah," because I just knew Halo was coming up, but she did like Halo. Or if I were a boy, I was like, "Here they come!" Yeah, <laughs> she didn't do either of them, so I was very. But Also, it's like a testament oh, she that she's so I care, care, which was, she did. Which I'll which, take. Yeah, I'll take banger, that. A banger. I'll take I love, that. I a hundred times out yes. of a hundred times. Yeah, <laughs> like you're right. That should be her so, like song instead of Halo. I understand that Halo was like the much bigger like i love i cared i i, I agree with you and she sings the house down boots mm-hmm. every time mm-hmm. um but she yeah i'm glad she did all the renaissance songs we got every renaissance song except for all up in your mind which and is a little devastating to me because i am an all up in your mind
1: stan and i have been from day one but i understand it's not everybody's cup of tea but i thought it might even not even that she had to perform it it'd be like a little interlude like
0: like she does everything else and then I thought maybe she would do um, I like Thick I like um, I'm like the, one of the two people who likes Thick but I like the end of it I like Thick, I love Thick Yeah. And but didn't I did know that that show. wasn't going to come because I did
1: see a TikTok about like justice for Thick or something justice before. for Thick
0: Yeah. so for our show she didn't sing Thick all up in your mind or Drunk in Love, next show I would have liked to see Drunk and Love, I, I still don't uh, mind it and Wait, she did like, the Dubai version. So I really yes. think I have this theory that she took it out of the show because she was pissed that that Dubai show got leaked. So oh, the Dubai maybe? show was supposed to be no phones. And yeah. I think that, that, like, who has time to create, like, a whole new show for, like, a small concert like that? Like, when you watch people do VMA performances, that's just a small clip uh-huh. from their concert. Like, uh-huh. I don't know if people know that. So, like... If you've seen somebody Which is disappointing because
1: on- it didn't used to be like that. That's why we still no. love VMA performances. And maybe because we were young and we didn't get to go to the shows as if much. We didn't go to all the concerts, yeah. But now it's just they pull something from their set and everything's has already. Exactly.
0: Yeah. 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 Um but I think that she wanted that Dubai show to be no phones, make it a little bit of a test run for Renaissance, and then take it to the stage, take it on tour. And yeah. then people brought phones and it got not not just a couple phones. That thing was everywhere. I so I just think there was she like
1: live to. streams of it as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it was supposed to be a no phone situation. I bet yeah. she was so pissed. Um, um. So did she do that? Because she went to Atlanta right after our show, right? She did in Atlanta. She
1: did in Atlanta. Okay, that's annoying. Yeah. Anyway, that kind of wraps into our next yeah. topic <laughs> is the. It, uh, okay, I'll preface. <laughs> Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet coming out as a couple. If I were a celebrity, I would say there's probably no other place I'd rather debut as a couple than maybe a Beyoncé show. Something that's kind of yeah. I would not say low-key, but like it's a date night. And obviously yeah. there's a million and one celebrities and pop not paparazzi, but fans are taking pictures. I wouldn't want to go anywhere else. Like going to dinner, boring. Fine. We see boring, boring to debut as a couple at a Beyoncé show. I, kinda, I kind of love. One, it shows taste. Taste. <laughs> taste. taste. Kylie,
0: you got on there. <laughs>
1: well, I'll give it to you, Kylie.
0: I you thought- stole my
1: man, but you got me
0: there. I did <laughs> see her. There's
1: like a, the clip of her like singing along to Alien Superstar, and I was like, damn, it's not even like she likes big ones or whatever, you no. know? Like I have singles. seen like, before
0: she- that she... Um, I have seen before that she's like a huge, huge Beyonce fan. I love your reference Beyonce.
1: in this moment. Uh, Kendall and Rihanna which I would say is like 1A 1B of this exact topic we're talking about but where Kendall was like if Rihanna doesn't sing this song it was like back in like 2013 (laughs) Rihanna tweeted back she was like well then just don't come
0: Yeah, (laughs) Rihanna hates them Rihanna (laughs) hates them oh my god she Uh, hates that whole family we have never seen like we've seen Beyonce kind of like coerce in some pictures with the Yeah, we have never seen rihanna never once ever, once not a single and one this would be them. a
1: good time to shout out rihanna had her baby uh just like two yeah. weeks ago i think his and name apparently
0: his name is riot, riot. yeah yeah slubs uh, yeah uh,
1: or is it a sorry. girl no it's a girl's name riot right no it's a boy oh, it's a boy they have two boys yes why did i think it was a girl
0: maybe it is a girl shoot i don't, I don't know. know
1: either way new child's name is riot which is
0: yeah
1: riot Different and rissa i guess anyway anyway yeah. so like i was talking <laughs> about kylie and timothy we did not believe i will say we were massive skeptics we did not believe that this was, was a huge for sure couple by any means um but they kind of made their debut yeah. uh, at the Great la show in sofi stadium <laughs> i here's here's what here's here's what i'm dealing with i <laughs> am a kardashian fan we know this it's a thing <sighs> Do I accept everything they do? Of course not. I will I will critique them. I can't tell if I like them as a couple or if I like watching little Timmy Tim as a boyfriend. Because and not yeah. and not in his Lily Depp era where they're making out with tongues flailing everywhere on a boat on the side of South of France. Just being kind of cute holding hands I I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I that. hate it. I know you do. <laughs> Even seeing Only the US pictures. Open this, these past couple days, taking pictures, I was like, I don't hate it. Uh, Let me tell you, because see, I think it, it I think it toned at least the image right now, Kylie down. Whether it's a whether it's a phase, I don't know. Her just wearing t shirts, jeans, I was like, girl, you needed this. There's no way you've been wearing skin tight bodysuits for the past this. nine years, you know. Oh uh, yeah. Enjoy a pair of jeans. Enjoy a t shirt, you know, relax. Everything doesn't have to be
0: done up. I just can't. Okay, and this is, like, no offense to the people with kids. (laughs) He is probably the biggest movie star, at least for his generation, on the planet, right? I would agree, yes. Without a doubt. Probably one of the biggest movie stars on the planet right now. Yeah. He's 26, 27?
1: I'd say 26, yeah. I think he's 26.
0: Wow. On God's Green Earth, which I know it's different for celebs because it's not like she actually like ever has her kids. No offense to her. I'm not trying to like say she's a bad mom. Right. But it's like a lot easier if you're in that situation to be like, yo, Nanny, keep the kids. Mm-hmm. Me and my boyfriend are gonna fly to Paris for the weekend. But still, why would you want to be a stepdad right now?
1: I don't, to me, celebrity people the interaction they have.
0: <laughs> Do you think so?
1: I don't. I. They're not endgame, I guess is what I'm like. They're not going to
0: last. I think
1: it's very much like I will say again, this is coming from a Kardashian fan. And when she posts videos of her and Stormy hanging out or like doing little YouTube videos or on the show, she's a great mom. And I can only apply the same to Air, the newest little boy.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: But, but to me it's very much like they hang out when that she doesn't have the kids like it's not like they're having they have the kids she has the kids and like they're making like apple pies and yeah timmy's smoking a cigarette while it's baking <laughs> in the oven it's like she doesn't have the kids they're off with travis and then they're hanging out while she has downtime so in my head like he's not factoring in kids because he's not around her. That's probably true. That
0: could be completely wrong. I don't know the schedules of their yeah, relationship. What would that be if you're like, I don't know, like when you're young and dating, and even not even young. Oh, man, I'm going to piss some people off. And I don't mean <laughs> to say this in a bad way, but kids are just like a hindrance if you are trying to date somebody for the first time. Yeah. So there's no spontaneous like, hey, well, yes, there is for her because she's, she's got billionaires. Or, or a billionaire, a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. so it is different but like for a regular person if you just had a guy be like hey uh, where are you doing tonight you want to go get dinner if you have a kid you can't just be like yeah sure Right. you have to be like well sh- let me see if I can find a babysitter like can I bring a kid something it's not like you can just be like like right now if somebody obviously I have this podcast but if somebody asks me to go do something right now I'm gonna take my dog Sorry, out to pee yeah. and then be gone. <laughs> Sorry, but like if yeah. <laughs> you're the kids, you're like, well, you know, it's eight o'clock. Bedtime's at eight thirty. Let me let me try to get him down first. No, you can't even leave him there like a dog. Okay, I've thought this, and this would be a good
1: time to bring it up. I guess. Do you think, depending on the level of celebrity that they are, they have a live-in nanny?
0: Hell yeah! So Absolutely. Maybe, so maybe that's just even what the that bare has. minimum of a like, live-in the nanny. Living live-in nanny, absolutely.
1: Okay. I'm trying to think of, like, maybe, like, not the lowest celebrity, and but, like, a we'll low, top, top, top tier. Have
0: probably, like, multiple nannies. Mm. Like, they got a man, got a mistress. They, yeah. they definitely... Because they take, like, multiple nannies on vacation.
1: Multiple nannies? Really?
0: Yeah. Okay. I bet you when the Kardashians go on vacation, how many girls are there? There's five sisters? Yeah. Yeah. I bet you they take minimum five nannies if they go on a family vacation. Because I mean, I they've got thirty that. kids between them all, but um, each like
1: wants to bring their own nanny just to like
0: mm-hmm. know
1: what that personal you know, child. Like, I don't even date. watch like, the show,
0: but I know that like Courtney's kids don't fuck with Kim's nanny, and mm-hmm. like because they parent they, like that was like a whole point of contention in the show.
1: Like yeah. Courtney was like against. Chloe, because Chloe's seemed to be raising her kids the same way that Kim did. And yeah, and like, doesn't Courtney, that.
0: Chloe doesn't let Courtney's kids, Courtney doesn't let, no, shit. Chloe doesn't let her kids stay at Courtney's. Like, maybe, yeah. I saw a clip of that somewhere. But, like, so I'm sure they all have to bring their own nannies, because, like, you're not going to find a nanny that pleases all of y'all on mm-hmm. how to take care of the kids while y'all oh. are off on the beach, Photoshop and pictures like <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> Chris is applying he's a hairdresser right I don't know no Chris Appleton is the hairdresser and um Mario is the makeup
0: artist you don't that know. one sounds more right I feel like yeah. I've heard of him doing my name McMichael's makeup yeah yeah so makeup that by that Mario yeah, exactly.
1: Anyway, um, we say all this because <laughs> Kylie and Timothy are officially public. out in public yes. as a couple. Um, we hate it. No, me, I hate it. You hate it. <laughs> I, I right now I'm very fine with it. I'm kind of just I, to be honestly, I'm kind of surprised. Uh, Kylie. OK, here's here. I don't mind Kylie. She's done a lot of What's the word of appropriatory? I shouldn't say just appropriation, maybe appropriation, but appropriatory things. So I 100% agree with I I understand that. I just think she does her like little like one on ones with the cameras for the show. And I'm just like, bless her heart. I don't know if she's that smart. She's probably very intelligent in a business sense, but like common sense day to day. She just like the way she speaks. I'm just like, "Mm, girl. okay. I just didn't think it would be Timmy's type. Again, I don't know this guy. I really don't. Same. That's
0: am I crack up. Like, and who has he dated for us to be like, oh, can't believe. Other than like Lily like, Rose. Yeah. And then what's her name? We also find about who's cuter but. between her and Ana Darmas. What's the other one's name? Oh, my God. What
1: was her name? You know what I'm talking about? Did he date her?
0: He did. You know those pool pictures where there's... <laughs> <laughs> they are the funniest pool pictures. The ever. iconic pool pictures were there. It's always like the blue tile, the blue tile pool pictures. They're making out. That's her.
1: What's her name? It was Ana Darmas, and who did we pit against each other? Oh wait, um, Isa, Iza, Isa Gonzalez,
0: Isa Gonzalez, Isa yeah. Gonzalez, yeah, yeah, her. She was cute. I, yeah, but he dated her. So why are we thinking that like, like now? Okay, now I'm coming to grips with this in real time. Why I think we think that he would date like this just, artsy fartsy like, artsy person. Yeah, and he's really not that artsy. He just speaks French. Yeah, he's just French. <laughs> yeah, we've seen little Timmy Tim. He's yeah.
1: Not- <laughs> yeah. Why are there we was holding him TikTok to such a Kylie during like her 2015 2016 era, where she had like the dip blue. Ends, oh and it was gosh. like you know very much like the alternative era and they are like of course and then they showed a picture of like Timmy Tim Tim and they were like of course this couple would be together you would of course see them in your high school hallways yeah. like this couple makes yeah. sense if you look at them as you know from
0: these Before different the
1: girlfriends
0: yeah. and she definitely thinks she's artsy as well so yeah that all it's all it kind of all checks out it's all checking out now that I'm saying it out loud yeah well now I've moved on from that Let's go to the next story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was every bit of 25 minutes of Renaissance oh, okay. and Kylie. Okay. next um, one
1: will be quicker. Next yeah. One. So we just want to touch on this. We can't talk about um, this past summer. This past summer without Barbenheimer. Um, as we know, Barbie and Oppenheimer came in on the same day. And we'd be remiss if. This wasn't part of our summer recap. Seriously,
0: loved okay, Barbie. Wait, me... Loved Oppenheimer. Which was your favorite? Let's like just which which of the two did you prefer? Hot take there. I will say I prefer. Okay, I prefer
1: Barbie, just because I could understand a little bit more. Oppenheimer is full of physics
0: oh and my gosh they, tra- so much
1: they do a, a decent job of like that's why i think christopher nolan does a job where he doesn't make the audience feel stupid like he will just tell you like this is what happens during what like during inception and dreams and all his other movies he doesn't make you feel dumb you yeah you're just like very aware that you don't know the topics that his movies are based from that's the only disadvantage i say pitting it against barbie is like i've I was with Barbie the whole time. Like I understood, yeah. uh, not <laughs> that like, Oppenheimer about was bad, but I was just like I don't yeah. understand physics enough to wrap my brain about three hours of Oppenheimer.
0: Yeah, that makes sense to me. Oppenheimer was my preference, um, and I will be the, the movie, movie that I'd watch hmm. more. Yeah, because Oppenheimer one was long. Ahead.
1: A oh, great movie.
0: my god. And I
1: listened to podcasts before, so I don't know if it really skewed my vision. The last hour was definitely needed. It is three hours. For anybody that hasn't three seen Three whole it, hours. It is three and hours. And
0: what a second to like get up and go.
1: No. No. Um so after about the two-hour mark is when the bomb does go off. Spoiler, this entire movie is about um the making of the atomic bomb. The making of the atomic bomb. And uh, the doctor, I guess, Dr. Oppenheimer, fit, like yeah, scientist Oppenheimer, whatever. Hour two, the bomb, they're testing it. And it does go off by hour two. So the hour three is like a <laughs> moral back and forth of like, should I have done this? Like, I created this because I wanted to see if I could actually do it. I am very smart, but can I create this? I've created it. Now, what's the moral implications of this killing X amount of people? And so the last hour is you're very aware that you're in your third hour, I will
0: say. Yeah, I told Courtney that the way I described it is that it's so long that if you have seen the Titanic, and if you have not seen Titanic, stop this podcast and go watch that movie. Yeah, 1997. Um, But, you know how you're watching Titanic and they hit the iceberg and you're only halfway through the movie? Mm -hmm. That is Oppenheimer. Like, I did not know how long it was when I went into it. I had a couple glasses of wine before because I went to a fancy movie theater, so I needed to use the bathroom. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, the bomb went off, so surely it's going to wrap up soon. No. No. So, quite literally, the only way time wise, nothing else similar to the movie wise, but time wise, how you, it's supposed to be this huge, um, uh, I can't think of the word that I would like to use, but it's like the peak of the movie, the catalyst of the movie, mm-hmm. where typically it would be kind of closer to the end. You, t- Titanic, you think iceberg, Oppenheimer, you think bomb those are just like it is the top of the mountain but you still gotta go down to the bottom so Mm -hmm. like it's so much more movie after that and then that is like I don't even know if I call it a complaint it's kind of on me for not looking up how long the shit was but boy was it long but Barbie was also great great for feminism Um, (laughs) I'm such a feminist that it did not um, change my way of thinking because I'd Nothing Barbie said to me was so like mind blowing that Mm. men hate women and women also hate women. Yeah, I always knew that. So uh
1: but like I'm glad other people but it was also nice to have a movie
0: say showcasing
1: that. Yeah, just say it out loud. Yeah. Yeah. There's a part, I think at the end, um America. If you guys haven't again if you haven't seen Barbie, go see Barbie. If you're a woman, go see Barbie. If you're a boy. Go see Barbie. If you're a man. Yeah. If you're (laughs) online, you've probably seen the the transcript of America Ferrera's speech. And I just remember sitting there and I was just like clapping my hand against my leg, like clapping because things that don't need to be said, but it's finally said. Yeah. You're just like, you know, we all know this. We all know this. But just to hear it in a setting out loud, you're just like, yes. And it's an incredible speech. Everybody
0: needs Yeah, help. it is a great monologue. Um, yeah, in my theater, there was I could have like yelled if I wasn't in a theater, but there was a dad who got up in the middle of the monologue to like go to the bathroom. <gasps> sit down, mm-hmm. sir. Sit down. And I was like, You just know this man like took pictures with his daughter and posted them on Facebook and put hashtag girl dad. Girl dad and he like didn't even stay for the speech. And I was like yeah. Uh, I wish I could find that man's Facebook because I would comment on it and be like, "Remember when you got up midway through the most pivotal part of the movie?" One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Great. Um, love the movie. Love the movie. Very funny. Um, yes. I love Answer, when they again, got to the real world. Go ahead. Okay,
1: oh, sorry. For anybody that hasn't seen it, um, it's not. You think Barbie? You think toy? You think doll? You think? Maybe this is a movie for a younger audience as well. Heads up, if you haven't, this is very much a millennial, a little yeah. bit older. I wouldn't even—I'd say maybe like touches on elder Gen Z, but this is for—it's so specifically for us. The jokes, yeah. the humor, the quip, like everything. It—I ju- think it just speaks. I think, And I think that's why it's one of the highest grossing movies ever. I think it just speaks to everybody that's alive right now. Yeah. And the people that are, like, taking in the misogyny, the people that are taking in the sexism. Dude, because
0: we have such a weird... um, I'm about to get, like, preachy. But we're having such a weird backlash and I know it's in turn partly because of the Me Too movement, but like, such a weird backlash to feminism right now Mm -hmm. where men... Are like outright being misogynist. Like the incel movement is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually kind of sad that Don't Worry, Darling, didn't do a better job of describing the incel movement because, well, I'd be mm-hmm. a great partner to the Barbie movie to kind of describe what was going on right now. But, um, and that, and, and then, dude, I, I, I
1: remember me talking about that movie. I was like, if the last. Half of them, if the first 30 minutes of the movie used that time towards the end and really delved into that incel mindset, yeah, world difference. I wouldn't say difference, but like you just said, I think it would have been a perfect pairing of like, this is how this set of minds think, yeah, and then it would be like a really good hand in
0: hand for Barbie, exactly. But they just, um anyway, yeah, like men being outright incels, losers, virgins, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then women, like, too scared to speak up and be feminist, which is so... Our grandmas didn't burn their bras for you guys to be little pussies because you're scared you're not gonna get married if you speak and say that you deserve rights. Like, right. stand up. Like, I've, if I... Hate a specific type of woman, it's women pick-me's, pick-me's who just, Mm -hmm. like, do anything to appease men. And I think that we got a little, like, it's really funny, a lot of um, right-wing people were really upset about Barbie, and I was like, if you were upset about Barbie, because they talked down about the patriarchy and the problems about the patriarchy, then you missed the whole fucking movie. And there are a lot of women pick-me's, again, on the internet who are like, Okay, so what? I like to play with dolls, and it was like, no, no, that, that wasn't is quite literally what the Barbie movie is telling you. It is okay to like girly things. It is okay to like mm-hmm. pink. It's okay that you played with dolls for too long. It's okay that you didn't go through a tomboy phase. It's fine that you don't like sports. That does not mean that you need to like bow down to men yeah. and be at their beck and call. Like that's womanhood. It's okay to mm-hmm. do everything feminine and still be a feminist like yeah. it we're not saying you have to be out here like you can have kids and be
1: in a happy marriage not america forever's character and be a feminist
0: yes. you know like you exactly. can you can be everyone you want to be a stay-at-home mom you can want to like you can do right, yeah. You 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 can want to have 12 kids you can want to have zero kids you like And that is the point. You can want to work. You can want to, like, be a doctor, be a lawyer. You Mm -hmm. can want to be a nurse. You can want to be a teacher, like, traditional feminine jobs. And there's nothing wrong with it. Right. And people, I mean, what a good movie. Like, I think that it's needed for, like, girls of, like, a younger generation. But, like, Mm -hmm. the, I don't even know if they're called Gen Z, but the people, the kids that are in, like, middle school to like maybe early college right now are just so online. And that's what like where the insult movement's really like mm-hmm. picking up steam. And it's very concerning Um because these people live and breathe online and they don't know people in real life. And they say things online that they would never say to like right. a person in real life. But um that it's a good movie for like that generation to like focus on, especially women. I don't unfortunately expect many men to like, actually take in the movie and, like, mm-hmm. appreciate it for what it is, but hopefully some do, but... I that's that funny, like-
1: because I, there's so many movies. This is, this isn't just... It's not for men. And if men yeah. watch it and they, I wouldn't say identify, but like, understand, that's amazing. There's so many... Fast and Furious, not for women. You know? Franchise. Not... Not, <laughs> not for women, I will say. And then, here it is, this one movie that is made for women and it's just like yeah that's a yes it is a feminist movie i will say but they're like that's feminist you know you see the movie and you just you know you don't think men like no some things cannot be for you and that's okay this movie might not be for men that's okay men can see it and they can take what they take from it that's fine it's just not for them and that's okay
0: let us pray that somebody gets a good message out of it, but I'm not crazy optimistic. Okay. Barb and Hammer.
1: Great Done. movies.
0: Movies yeah. are back. Cinema's back. Um, but for long, we don't know because... Do you like that transition? Mm-hmm. That was a really good um, transition. <laughs> <laughs> we are currently... All right. Before Cordy and I went on our little hiatus, I broke down the Writers Guild strike for you. And mm-hmm. they are still on strike, but now... The Screen Actors Guild, so all of the actors on TV and movies, have um, decided to strike on July 14th. They decided to go on strike. Um, It's their first strike since 1980, and they are particularly striking against um, the AMPTA, which is the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, particularly five companies. Disney, NBC, Universal, Netflix, Paramount, and Warner Brothers. Um, so, kind of similar to the um, Writers Guild strike, they are fighting over residuals for mm-hmm. TV and movie shows that they've been made in the past. And okay, let me try to explain this as briefly. That are now being on uh, streaming services and watched yeah. a berserk amount of times. So. Back in the 90s early 2000s before streaming services were a thing, you would I say you, actors would negotiate contracts where they would get paid upfront. So best best example is Friends. By the end of Friends, they made a million dollars an episode all six friends.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: then in addition to the upfront money that they got paid, in their contracts were rights for residuals. So The show originally aired on NBC. If TBS, because TBS does air Friends reruns, if TBS bought the rights, they got a portion of that money that TBS paid NBC to re-air their show. Mm -hmm. And they get it for however long the contract is. It's built into their contract. If Nickelodeon buys the rights so they can show it at Nick at Night, they get a portion of that. You could be set like Larry David is set for life from the residuals from Seinfeld. Seinfeld Seinfeld. set for life for the residuals from Seinfeld. Notably, Julia Louis-Dreyfus did not sign residuals in her Seinfeld contract, but she's the child of a billionaire. So she's fine. But um, is she? Wait, who? Yeah. I don't know who her dad is. Some French tycoon. She's loaded. I did not know that. She's the richest of all the Seinfeld cast members, which is crazy because Jerry Seinfeld's worth like eight hundred million dollars. Um, I had no but idea. yeah, her her dad is like a shipping guy or oil guy. Oh her grandpa God. was yeah. She's a billionaire. But okay. anyway, so now with streaming, this is not being this is not being negotiated in the contracts and. Um, Notably, streaming services won't say the numbers that they're making from the streaming, mm-hmm. but we all, we all watch TV. We know that at one point, everybody was watching The Office on Netflix, and these people were getting, like, Stanley from The Office was getting, like, checks for pennies every year from, that's how much money he'd make from the show. When it's one of the biggest shows on TV, even 10 years after it went off, um so actors are now fighting for a bigger cut of the streaming deals because these companies are making so much money from streaming old shows, but not paying any of it out. And, um, they also, another big one, a lot of it is money, but a huge one, and a huge portion of this is that, um, the big five companies want, um, the actors to agree to sign over their rights to use their faces as AI, their faces and voices as Hmm. AI. So they don't have to pay them to even act in the future. They can just be like, Hey, we have a copy of his face and all of his voice notes. So we really don't need to have him come in. Um, So weird. So like I said, the big five companies won't agree to it. And, um, But a couple studios, which is so funny, have, a couple independent studios have, and they have now been given waivers that they are allowed to promote their movies. The actors are allowed to, like, do red carpets. They're allowed to post for, um, like, promotion. One of those companies being A24, which Mm -hmm. I love A24. If you guys don't know who A24 is, they're responsible for making um, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Uncut Gems, Lady Bird, Moonlight, Midsummer. Uh, the whale. Most recently, they also are responsible for Euphoria. In short, and some of beef. the best movie and television that we've c- had. To be quite oh, wait it gets yeah. better. It gets better. So the other company that's been granted a waiver is called Neon Production. And okay, so like I just said, everything, everywhere, all at once. Just most recently, won the um, Oscar for best film. Mm-hmm. Um, every other movie I named Oscar nominations at least neon production company responsible for i Tonya, parasite hmm. portrait of a lady on fire um palm springs the worst person in the world um triangle of sadness so these are also great movies. movies great movies yeah. maybe not they're not marvel movies where they're gonna bring in a billion dollars mm-hmm. but they're actually good movies yeah so, mm-hmm. um <laughs> needs to be said <laughs> yeah but, uh, yeah, so it's insane that these small companies—A24 is not a big company, despite, like, me and Courtney, know who they, know who they are? They're not this major—they're not Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. They don't have amusement parks to go with their <laughs> studios. Right. Um, they don't even have studios. We're A24 just kind of is a production, like, where they buy— movies and kind of develop it. They're a development company more than actually like a movie production company, Mm -hmm. but, um, they've agreed to all of SAG's demands. And you're telling me Netflix can't afford to. Yeah. Agree. Warner brothers can't. Um, so far, um, Selena Gomez accidentally broke the strike. Mm -hmm. She promoted. Yeah. Only murders. Um, and then, Oh, today it was announced that Drew Barrymore is going to break the writer strike did and start back it. her talk show, which is just—I'm sorry, that's just what's the point? Um, but movies and TV are going to be kind of slow, except for like really good movies and TVs because it's A24. So uh-huh. if you want to become a movie snob, now is the time because A24 <laughs> yeah. and Neon are going to be the only people putting out good movies right now and. Um, this is your chance and TV is about to like significantly slow down, but I read somewhere that, um, this is insane to me. So take it with a grain of salt, but I read somewhere that Netflix might make it a, come to an agreement with SAG because they need to get started on Stranger Things. We did hear about because, this. Yeah. One, the kids are not going to look like kids here mm-hmm. soon. So for continuity purposes purposes, they gotta get the show going again. And then two, Netflix could go under without Stranger Things. They make that much money yeah. from the show that yeah. they need it. But um I told you my theory that I don't think that these streaming companies are making as much money as they say they are. So that's why they won't put out their numbers. I, I, I agree. Yeah. That like they are gonna like, why
1: else are you charging us? 17 16 dollars a
0: hulu. month hulu, hulu in october going up to 18 dollars, 17.99 yep. are you kidding me and for what and For what? What? i mean i watch i watch one show on there and it's not even on right now no like yeah i'm not doing it i 100%
1: and agree
0: disney plus is going up which i don't even know if you have disney plus but i only have I it for my little cousin and i'm gonna have to call her and be like cut it off bluey's over
1: yeah (laughs) what's so annoying because i have the i have the hulu espn um disney package that's what i have too so i just i i don't know what that's going to go up to but if hulu itself is going to up to 18 disney's going up espn's bound to go up if their two you know partner companies are going up it's getting to a point where they're going to price us out and it's going to be at the same point we were with cable and then, know, and then what? We can't go back to cable, the nothing's, thing on cable.
0: Is nothing's on cable. T- nothing's on cable, so yeah. we can't even go back. It is so crazy. I was using somebody else's Netflix, and I got kicked off because of the whole, like, no password sharing. Mm-hmm. And I don't have Netflix right now, and honestly, nothing's changed in my life. Yeah. I don't care.
1: I just I, tried to sign in because um, I was doing the I'm traveling option, and I thought you could just keep clicking that. And I did it for the second time, and I texted my dad, and I was like, hey, they're going to get something saying I need a code. And then it said, you've yeah. used this too many times. I said, I used it once. So now I can't watch what Netflix. What if
0: you, like, traveled for work? I don't know. That's and Netflix stupid. prices
1: are going up. I believe it's up to, like, $17.22 for mm-hmm. their higher ones. 6 or 7 for commercials. So this is huh? why Netflix had commercials.
0: Yeah. We need to go back to... You know what? I don't, like, particularly watch anything on there. But freebie on... Um, like, if you have a fire stick, UV is, like, automatically part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, they do commercials, and it's free. And, honestly, I'm, like, ready to just go back to that model. Like, I don't I don't fucking yeah. care about commercials anymore at this point. Like right. Sometimes I need a break while I'm watching TV. So, you know what? Bring minute, it back. Yeah, but like, minute
1: 30 of we. we need telling to, go to get on,
0: life insurance or whatever yeah, medication. I don't care. I, like... We can't do it because so many people have cut the cord at this point, but we need, like, a viewer strike at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, they're abusing us. It's insane. The only one I'll never get rid of, which actually, it's kind of pissing me off now, that I was going to say HBO Max, but since they switched to Max, it kind of sucks.
1: I really don't like, as somebody who loves documentaries, and I know that you don't love true crime, but they paired with Discovery, and I can't,
0: there's no, like different there what's is a, hbo what's discovery and
1: there is a notable like quality difference yeah. between a discovery true crime like documentary and an hbo like docu-series or something they don't tell you that so i click on one thinking i'm gonna be like all right this is what happened to this person and it's such bad quality and it's discovery and you don't know that till you're watching it and it has a little logo but it's just it's annoying because you're paying for hbo to be like a, of a certain Like, it's, like, quality. Quality. And you're just, like... Yeah, "Hmm."
0: it's, like, A24. It's A24, but TV. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, So, to touch on the SAG strike, I think we had talked about it at the top of the show. We do believe that because of the SAG strike, celebrities and our favorite actors and actresses can't really promote their movies or it goes against this the strike. Um, So, we're going to see them popping up at a lot more things. I do think the U.S. Open... I don't believe there's that many people into tennis we would have seen yeah. these people same people before a lot of people showed up to the yeah. u.s open we've seen a lot of celebrities there um they do go
0: to the u.s open but not like to the extent that they're not there to this the year. extent that we've seen Same yeah. with like lover i know she's the most famous singer on the planet beyonce. the amount of people at beyonce mm-hmm. insane. insane i agree
1: insane and and taylor's show like I get that she had her period where she was friends with every celebrity, plus their children and plus their aunts. Not as big as some people that are showing up to the show. I get that. Yeah, very. Yeah. But what we're going to start seeing is um, fall. I, well, I guess it's fall. They start doing their spring. I think it's always two seasons ahead. If I'm under, if I remember correctly, with uh, high fashion, they do two seasons ahead of whatever your current season that you're actually in. It's New York Fashion Week right now. New York Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week. And then I do believe next is Milan. We're going to see everybody there. Nobody has any sort mm-hmm. of like, uh, you know, pre arrangements or things that they need to be showing this all, or even filming for anything. We're going to see they're literally not world. allowed.
0: They're not allowed to do Anybody records, that has any sort of connection
1: with any high fashion house is going to be at these shows. So keep an eye. If you see a bunch of celebrities and your favorite actors and your favorite actresses at, you know the Chanel show, the Dior shows, anybody who has any sort of brand deal, they're going to be at the show. They have nothing else going on. They
0: can't promote their movies. Even, and okay. The way they can it's promote so these
1: movies and put themselves back in the spotlight yeah. is by showing up at these red
0: lights. Yeah, this shows. is a hot take, but I think part of the reason that, um, because I told you, it is so weird to me that okay, Kylie and Timothy seen at Beyonce, whatever. Mm-hmm. Since then, two public appearances. Yes. They, when they have been so low-key, but... They're not pushing back Willy Wonka. I think that no. Timothy's like, I think that they're in an honest relationship. I don't think that this is like PR, but I think that he's like, Chris Jenner is the PR machine. She can get pictures of me out. I can stay in the press for as long as I need if she's in charge. And um, it's a very, it's a, um, I don't, th- again, I think it's a real relationship, but I also think it's a relationship of convenience. Like, Oh, amazing yeah. timing that this is happening um
1: they were just seeing I I made sure I got the right um designer but I think it was just last night I believe so a Sunday yeah. night um they were seen at French designers Hater Ackerman's uh beauty club with Augustinus Bader which is a skincare line I only know that because I'm very much in my skincare bag That's <laughs> a, we'll never speak about that on this podcast but I am a skincare <laughs> guru um
0: so, can't talk skincare on a yeah, podcast. So I That's I do believe. The only reason. I do
1: believe. maybe Friday or Saturday at the U.S. Open. Sunday at this Fashion Week show, you're going to start seeing them a lot because Timothy can't promote Dune. I do believe they've Dune got pushed back. Yeah, to 2024.
0: Um, but, but like you said, Wonka. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see more and more of this. So. Um, speaking of couples.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to run through these pretty... Uh, I want to say quickly. We've had quite a few. This not a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> li- I'm just going to list them off all really quickly, and then we'll do a little deep dive into each one. Um, we had Joe Jonas and Sophie Toner. That's going to be one we're going to touch on that. We are going to speak on this. buddy. Oh, I just want to get their names out there. Uh, we have Sophia Vergara and Joe... Manganiello? I would say... I'm going to take your... Yeah. I will never... Whoa. Pronounce that correctly. Divorce. Oh man. Uh, we have Britney Spears and Sam Ascari. I God think bless. we knew that was going to happen. It was just a matter of when. Not so
0: soon, though. Yeah, I agree. Not so soon.
1: Um, and of note, Ariana Grande and Dalton Gomez. <gasps> we will also speak on this. So I think the two big ones <laughs> we want to talk about are so uh, Joe and Sophie, Ariana and Dalton, Britney and Sam. Like we said, we expected that. Sophia and Joe. The only thing I've seen is that they had very different personalities when it came down to it. It just didn't last. Although I did think they were a very valid couple. And the hottest couple on the
0: planet. Oh, my God. I read somewhere that he wanted kids and she didn't. And um, it's pretty we haven't ever talked about it on the show but it's pretty easy to find if you're really interested she notoriously has an issue with her ex-husband who wants to um have she her and her ex-husband have multiple embryos in a storage facility is this the same he, ex that she has her son from no different. that's a different okay. different ex um she had that guy that guy because he's a man mm-hmm. she had him when she was like super young maybe a teen okay. and then she got famous got married was married to a man. They got they had embryos made. Made? Saved. They saved, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um he wants to have the babies. They've been divorced for years and years and years. Like she's been she was married to Joe Maginelli for years, and years and years. Mm-hmm. Um he wants to have those babies and he like every couple of years will go to court to try to have these babies and she's like no, you weirdo. Um, Why? And I'm like looking for you know how much child support you'd get from I Sophia, Ritchie, I'm, I'm, Sophia Richie, Sophia Vergara if you had her baby. And I, I think it's just a money grab and attention this, grab. Trying to like store her embryos,
1: They don't store the sperm. No embryos are. Broop. Oh, it's it all together.
0: Yeah. Did I know that clearly? It's a sperm. <laughs> that makes an embryo. Oh, here we go back to like middle school.
1: Like,
0: <laughs>
1: <biology>. <laughs> an embryo is, yeah.
0: oh God. Okay. I'm not going to get into this. I'm stuff. Pull... Look more dumb, but I was about to say something terrible. No, that's, yeah. that's what they take out. If you get an ABO or TIO. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: An ABO and a R a b an abortion. We can talk about that. <laughs> you left out some words in the middle. I was like, what? I, was like,
0: what? <laughs> I can't spell. They uh, take out embryos. Supposed-
1: when you have an abortion, the embryo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they take an embryo out. I, I want to cut this out because I just feel so stupid in this moment. But okay. Anybody <laughs> else that didn't know okay.
0: that? I'm sure you did. But <laughs> No. So, yeah, they have multiple embryos saved and he wants to have a baby. So, for Joe Imaginello to want to have kids when she's been so adamant of mm-hmm. like, up uh, I mean, part of it, I'm sure she didn't want to have a kid with her ex-husband, duh, but mm-hmm. she's in a very, well, wasn't a happy-ish marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just would be a bad look for her to, it'd be hard for her to make the, harder for her to make the argument against her ex-husband that she didn't want to have kids if she decided well, to have kids kid with, with her, Joe Imaginello. You know. Yeah. 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 Um, but that's what I see is the big reason. But it's very interesting to me that Julie Bowen, aka Claire Dunphy, is like all over Sophia Vergara's social media, like basically like praising her for getting out of the marriage. I want to know some more about that.
1: Really? I hadn't seen that. Maybe cuz I don't follow her.
0: She's made a lot of comments like publicly because I was a little distraught about them breaking up because I just thought that they were so good looking together. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about either of their actual personalities, but they are just like two extremely attractive people. So I was like, whoa, what's going on there? Um, Yeah. Maybe if anything comes out, well,
1: obviously we'll, we'll cover it. Um, Right now it's just speculation. What we understand also, yeah. same for Brittany and Sam. Again, I think we pretty much knew that was. I don't know. I'm worried about Brittany until we get reasonable answers. But it's pretty obvious. I think the the idea is that Sam was like a plant for the family. Sure team yeah or her team
0: absolutely um but he talked about this forever why didn't he ever do anything to try to help her why Why was he so silent? the
1: whole wedding the ceremony it was weird it just yeah we questioned all of it um i think it was announced during the summer she does have a book coming out
0: yeah they did announce that yeah um this won't be a part of the book
1: no um obviously we're both gonna read it that's gonna be probably yeah. one of the only celebrity biographies that I'm actually gonna read, but or auto. I'm gonna be
0: audio booking up yeah. uh, um, close enough. <laughs> so we'll, we'll
1: cover that when more answers come out, but right now we have no idea. We just probably knew there was something that she needed to get out of anyway. Um yeah. let's get into Ariana and Dalton before we get into Joe and Sophie Sophie. Ariana and her husband of gosh, less than two years, maybe even a year and some change. Man. Yeah. Uh, Dalton Gomez have divorced She has been away in, I do believe it's London, filming Wicked, which is also going to be pushed out, given the sex strike. Um, Oh, yeah. uh, And then word has come out that she has been dating her um, (laughs) co-star. This is so bad. I didn't even write his name down. And while I'm looking for this, I'm going to look up um, his name. He played SpongeBob, which is all that I can do. <laughs> Ethan Slater, that is his name, who was also sure, married. You need to with clarify.
0: Kyle. It makes him sound cool if you say he played SpongeBob. Does it? He played SpongeBob and SpongeBob the Musical.
1: You're right. You're right. I needed to clarify. SpongeBob the Musical. <laughs> um, there is a trend that we're seeing with Miss Grande. And so and men that are in relationships are married, whatever it could be. Um, which we need cake? to come to terms with. I'm an Ariana girl through and through. Me too. But Me too. Yes. We need to acknowledge this trend that she seems to be having with trying to get with men who are with women and partners or girl, she made an entire song, Break Up with Your Girlfriend. Mm. Wife. <laughs> wife with child with child yeah newborn child um it is not confirmed nor denied again this is all speculation we did see that she liked his photos again just instagram she he finally put up a post on instagram she liked it whatever one more information comes from that we will but we're gonna put a little tab on this as to whatever's going on with ariana and ethan now
0: this pains me. Why don't her and Timmy date?
1: Oh, I don't like. I don't think I'd like that. But again, anybody that I think she would be with or he would be with is been the antithesis of what they've actually been with. So truly, That's that makes sense. Um, Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner have announced their divorce. <sighs> it happened officially this past week when Joe filed for divorce in the state of Florida. I do believe it was Tuesday of last week. If I want to get that right. Um, from Miss Sophie Turner, Queen of the North, <laughs> after, gosh, it's only been like three years, maybe, if four years, and two children. We have thoughts. And I. Oh, I've, buddy. I say all of these things as a Jonas Brothers OG fan when I was getting made fun of in high school for being a Jonas Brothers fan. I want to <laughs> this man because it, it pains me. But. Needs to be said. Needs to be said. He's
0: shit. He's He's too old. I'm sorry. He's too. He just okay. So if you guys don't know, Sophie Turner, if you're a Game of Thrones watcher, she's just been famous for so long that it's kinda excuse how old she is. Mm -hmm. But um when she so this is like gonna this is what blew my mind. When she started Game of Thrones, she was 14. I don't know if I realized she was that young. Um, I don't think I realized she started, her age when she was married, but go ahead and start from. Yeah. yeah so she started dating Joe Jonas when she was 23 and he is 30. Um, and then <laughs> um, I'm trying to watch my mouth. Um, so they started dating 2016. She was 23. They got engaged October, 20, 2017, um, and then married May 1st, 2019. So she was like 24 when they got married. And he was 31. Again, I'm trying so hard to keep my mouth shut.
1: We're just going to um, deliver the facts before we deliver our opinions. Yes.
0: They had two daughters, one in 2020. And then another one. Remember, she like very secretly had this baby. She just didn't even say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2022. Um, and then she had the second baby, July, 2022, and then September, 2023, they have since filed for divorce. Okay. 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 Here, before we do our opinions, (laughs) let's do a little bit more backstory for
1: anybody who may not be keeping up because this is what we do. Um, immediately right out the gate, we hear that there are problems Mm. and A few eagle-eye watchers at Jonas brother's show had noticed that Joe hadn't been wearing his ring, and that was a little sus. Okay, whatever. Weeks go by. Remember, these are
0: the boys that used to wear promise rings back in the Disney Channel days. Weeks go by,
1: and there's talk that for whatever... Okay, I think we now can maybe understand that this could be Joe's camp PR team, even though what he said last night at a concert... Could be saving his wow. ass, but C-Y-A. C-Y-A. See, there was talk that Sophie has been an absent mother for the past six months while Joe has been on tour and he has been having to take care of his two daughters by himself while Sophie, at the same time, these pictures are being released from a, a rap party that Sophie has been an absent mother. He has been having to do this on his own while touring. Sophie's been overseas basically partying something. Fails, yeah. fails to provide that she has been working on a show for herself, um, filming something for the past six months. The rap party happened. That's where these pictures have happened, where she's taking these $6 whatever it is shots. Um, but this is coming out of, when I tell you absolute thin air, Nowhere. Then Man,
0: we don't hear gossip about Sophie Turner. Ever.
1: Never. And we've seen her at ever. I think they kicked off this recent tour. They were doing um Yankee Stadium. I mean, we saw all of the Jonas Brothers' wives there. Um, pictures posted. So for these stories to be coming out, I think at first we're like, whatever, this is just gossip mill running. Yeah. Then it did not let up until a Friday before Labor Day, I believe it was, that, that, I mean, this is true. But for all we have, nothing is coming from Sophie's camp. All we're hearing is these stories that are spinning out
0: where it's putting Joe Jonas in like a good smear light. Campaign, smear, smear campaign, smear campaign, smear campaign, like ripping her new ones nonstop. nonstop.
1: And meanwhile, again, Sophie's team has been absolutely quiet, but you're hearing all these stories come out with Joe is distraught he doesn't know what's going on his wife is absent um and then starting to say you know maybe she didn't have the twenty decade that she wanted to have so she's like acting out now and then yeah we finally get that was the tuesday after labor day um gosh was it even labor day or was this past tuesday let me make sure i have my dates right today Yeah, today was-
0: um yeah
1: that they have filed for divorce nothing has still been said from sophie's camp um a lot of stories have been coming from joe's camp including being seen out with the nanny taking the daughters for uh lunch i believe it was
0: oh Oh. to lunch and mind you okay sorry not to cut you off sophie turner has purposely made an effort to hide these kids from the we don't even know what they look like yes we've never seen these kids before until one of them's three years old Mm -hmm. Never, you never see them in public. And then he files for divorce two days later, doing pap runs, showing their kids in public. Thank God. I think we, for the first time ever, and so we TV know that he had some a, decency and blurred the pictures.
1: So we know that it was a called on paparazzi shot based on the photos that were taken by Backgrid, which is a which known, notorious paparazzi photos that are only there when the celebrity or their team, it, their team is called upon. They are not there because yes. they happen to be crossing paths at the same time. It is because they are called on. So right after this. Uh, conflict is happening, we now see these kids who we've never seen. We've never seen in three years, the eldest there. And then these stories, I think people have very quickly caught on to the Internet um, I don't know.
0: No, nobody fell for that shit. Nobody fell Not for a it. single person on internet. And
1: then given, and then last night Joe comes on stage saying, you know, unless it comes from these lips, don't believe it. But it's very much like trying to save his ass type thing.
0: That's what he's doing. He knew that the backlash shouldn't work, so he was like, alright, let me act like these stories are all, like, I didn't put these out. Like,
1: I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we're going to get any more information. I don't know if Sophie's camp or Sophie herself are going to Release anything. The only thing we have is the joint statement saying that they, uh, you know, we we would enjoy privacy for the sake of our children. But yeah, it's it's not looking good for Joseph Adam Jonas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not the full name. The full I name. don't even know if I knew his middle name. Oh, I do. <laughs> That's kind of wild to me that I don't even know if I knew his name was Joseph. Like, what else would it have been? i t-
1: i think just joseph yeah
0: i think just just (laughs) that's the only option but i'm still like joseph yeah he's trash um he really again like we talked about earlier i'm really not trying to be preachy but we talked about how the incel movement's like taking so much steam and he really thought that he was going to be able to like shit talk a woman and that the internet would be like I don't remember who said this, but it takes so little for a woman to be a bad mom, and in the same vein, so little mm-hmm. for a guy to be a good dad. Mm-hmm. So he thought that he could like take come out and be out like, lunch. "Yeah, take my daughters out to lunch." Look at me being a good single dad by myself. Uh. And the internet was like, "Yeah, I'm not the queen of the north." Hold mm-hmm. on, yeah, you don't hear anything bad about this woman, and you're going to try to smear campaign her. Right. Like, I do think she he he kn- noticed. noticed
1: the backlash that was happening online. That's the only reason he said something.
0: Absolutely. That's the only reason that he let, like, loosen up the reins. Mm -hmm. He got really lucky that the story we're about to talk about really took a head over his because Mm -hmm. the internet was going in on him. But he quite literally caught the luckiest break that this second story, like, this next story happened because he he was going to have like no mercy and he had to come out and say something because no one fell for the no. antics at all.
1: Yeah. I, and there's, and if anything comes out, we'll obviously dive into more, but there was so much that he had seen things on a ring camera that made him realize. So it says, uh, the marriage is oh, yeah. over. Um, there's a lot of things that was kind of saying, she chose this rather than he chose this rather than it being, you know, he wanted to keep the family together. Yeah. yeah. And she I think we do. And to go, and to go back and touch on the age 23 and 31, when they got married, people can, you know, choose to be married whenever they decide. And this is not invalidating the love that they have for each other at that time. They probably had a good marriage, whatever. It is something to be said that she worked her entire teenage years And then immediately got into a very serious relationship, which ended up in marriage and children. There was no room for maybe personal growth. And to have such a... Joe got to have his years as... Yeah. He
0: even took a break,
1: you know? Yeah. I think it's something everybody needs to keep a reminder on, you know? they can both have been married and that doesn't invalidate the love that they had for each other, but she was very young and he had his time as a single man. And then maybe was at the point in his life, he wanted to settle down. She was very young on a very successful TV show with maybe a lot of uh, supervisors around her. And then she got into a relationship with an, an older man who provided that same sort of maybe like security comfort
0: type. Yeah. I do think something that's crazy. Maisie Williams and her are Mm -hmm. no longer friends, which is pretty surprising to me because they were like fixed thieves. And I would love to know um, if the fallout of that stems in any way from her relationship with Jojo. Mm -hmm. Be very interested to know that. Yeah. So Um, so
1: if anything comes out, like we said, with everything else, um, we'll be following it. But as you had aforementioned,
0: this next story... Yeah. Joe Jonas's lucky break. Yeah. Um, okay. So quite literally trigger warning. These we're going to talk about sexual assault just to, if you want to skip forward. Um, so, okay. I did the trigger warning and then I I'm switch the story really quickly. I told you I was going to talk about this. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that 70s show, but before I talk about that 70s show, I want to ask Courtney, do you remember the show on MTV, The 70s House? His house, <laughs> they, yeah and they all it was a reality show and they all like a like a contest they all had to dress in 70s clothes all the time and they had like the house was like they took them back to the 70s and um they <laughs> you yeah, know the song the hustle played mtv mtv okay. the 70s house um Anytime the hustle came on, they had to stop what they were doing and do the hustle. (laughs) Anytime. They could be asleep and they had played in the middle of the night and they had to jump out of bed and do the hustle. And this house looks straight out of like the Brady Bunch and um, it's uh, yeah, I love that show but I was like, we were talking about like funny shows from the 2000s and um, it made me think about that earlier but you never watched that. Okay, I now back time. to getting serious. Okay, so this next story is nuts. Um, if you had TV, you watched the show, that 70s show in the 2000s and 90s, one of the biggest sitcoms probably of all time, mm-hmm. starring Ashley Kutcher, Mila Kunis, um, Danny Masterson, Laura Prepon, Wilmer Vamorada. <laughs> can't say that. And uh, for Grace. Okay, okay so um danny masterson who played hyde was found guilty about four months ago of raping two women in the early 2000s and then um basically they think that he was able to and this is something i should have like got more notes on but this isn't really the story anymore because he was found guilty but a lot of people think that he was basically able to cover up the rapes because of his ties with Scientology and um it was like kind of I'm just finding all this out as like the stories going on Mm -hmm. apparently he was like the king of young Hollywood at the time and could do no wrong um so had a lot of help covering these up um And, yeah, found guilty four months ago. And then on September 7th, he was sentenced to 30 years to life for the two rapes. He was actually charged with three rapes, but only found Mm. guilty of two. And one ended up as a hung jury. Okay. So, typically when lawsuits, not lawsuits, but like crimes happen, they allow letters to be written on behalf of the defendant Basically, to attest to his character to kind of say, oh, this isn't something that he would normally do. Like, this isn't him. Please show leniency. Right. So, mind-blowingly to me, there were 50 letters written on his behalf. 50? Um. 50. Five, zero, um, From people basically asking the judge to show leniency in his sentencing. And... Two of those letters were from Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, who starred as Dan, what was I about to say? What was her name? Hmm? Kelso and Donna. Kel- Sorry. Oh, yeah. It's like, what is her name? Um, so their letters were, oh, this just makes me so upset. Um, I sounded like I was about to cry just now for real. That's Mr. pretty Mr. good. One um. <laughs> so yes an extra Sonny. um so ashton kutcher's letter described danny as a role model and um said that he basically should not get sentenced to the full extent of the law because like he was such a good role model to me as, when I was a kid uh, and uh, kept uh, right <laughs> <laughs> kept me away from drugs which notably the victims of Danny Masterson said that he drugged them and raped them mm-hmm. um, so it's like interesting that Ashton Kutcher decided to throw in that little tidbit right. and then Mila Kunis who I don't know if people know this but if you're that 70s show fan then it's like very well known she
1: mm-hmm. was
0: 14 when she started the show yeah. um They asked her when she was going to be 18 and she said on my birthday but she didn't tell them like her birthday in four years so they booked her for the show um but she called Danny Masterson an outstanding older brother figure um so as you can guess the internet went in on them Mm -hmm. um because he was found guilty four months ago and then y'all come back and decide to write letters four months later and um, so yeah the internet went absolutely insane on Ashton Kutcher and um, Mila Kunis notably Ashton Kutcher has a foundation that helps children of sex trafficking um, and so, as a result of all the backlash they received on, I think the day after the letters came out. So, I quite literally think it was like the 8th of yeah. September because he found guilty on, he was found guilty on the 7th. Um, they issued an apology video on Instagram, yes, which I really crack hard. up. If you've seen the video, they are on this like wall that looks like a shed, but it is, it's, it's just their- the back of their house. Yeah, yeah. I watched yeah. their Architectural Digest episode. I know <laughs> where that yeah. is. I know where um, It's facing the pool. A pool. They're looking at the pool. Facing the pool. Yeah. Facing their pool. Yeah. yeah. Kiss yeah. my ass. Um. So yeah, they issued this apology, which piss poor acting on both of their parts. They did not get that monologue together. There's a reason that their biggest jobs have been that '70s show. Um. So. They said in their apology, basically, that they're aware of the pain they caused by writing the letters that a couple months ago, Danny's family asked them to write the letters uh, because they've known him for 25 years and to take into consideration all of that. Oh, forgot about this. Ashton Kutcher's letter also was like, he has a daughter. His daughter shouldn't be raised without a father. <laughs> if a father it. shouldn't be raised oh. with the a rapist let's talk about it would you trust your daughters around him ashton kutcher no um so they said the letters were not written to question the legitimacy of the judicial system or the validity of the jury's ruling they were intended for the judge to read and not to undermine the testimony of the victors or re-traumatize them in any way we would never want to do that and we're sorry if that's taken place our heart goes out to every single person who's ever been a victim of sexual assault sexual abuse or rape okay um. Okay. Mm. Empty. Yeah, I could just like I could Empty. fucking scream this for the rooftops. They wrote these letters cuz they did not think that they would be public, which is bad no. on their fault and his lawyers and their lawyers for not doing this because everyone who's ever watched an episode of SVU no. knows that these are a matter of public record. So why they thought that they were going to get some like kind of special celebrity treatment? Is beyond me, and there there are times when you write letters for folks. um
1: There's, I don't think there's ever a time where you try and attest someone's character of rape,
0: of rape. That's okay. where you say, ah, you know, okay. I'm gonna sit this one out. Like I could drug not use, care, murder drug use, selling drugs, murder. I would literally write a letter on murder. For, because sometimes you can justify no. a murder. Maybe they shouldn't go to jail for life for a murder. No, rape. That is to me the only inexcusable crime ever. Every anyway. other crime ever made, you can find some kind of like maybe maybe there's like an explanation by, behind why they did it. Yeah, rape like two like, you know, to three times. Stuff, no. Three times and those are just the three people that came forward. You know exactly. that there were more. You know yeah. that there were more. Yeah. Like how many like how many other women are out there that haven't said anything? Mm-hmm. There's no way that these three women got together, have been telling the story since the two thousands, and like waited until California passed a law that took away the statute of limitations for rape charges so they could finally get justice. Now no, there's right. no way that all of these random circumstances happen. And this guy's such a good guy because he played right. Hyde, who Hyde is actually kind of a creepy character when you go back and watch the show. I just kind of re recently, like recently re watched that seventy show, and Hyde is creepy. And I don't um, know if he's creepy because I now know about what he's doing. You know. Yeah. 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 But um, he's weird. But then now, like, Ashton Kutcher got himself in so much more trouble than he ever um, anticipated. Because now all these yeah, videos yeah. are coming out of him being creepy um, mm-hmm. when he's in his, like, early 20s. And Mila being, like, 14, 15. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and people are calling her a victim now, which I just, I don't know if I necessarily, like, agree with that. Um, but, yeah, there's a video yeah. of him coming out that came out talking about counting down the days until Hillary Duff turns 18. Mm-hmm. Um and they talk about how him and Danny Masterson had a bet of whether he would use tongue for his first kiss scenes with Mila Kunis which those were her first kisses ever because she was 14 um and oh it's not not looking good for him when he could have just sat there and ate his food like you (laughs) truly yep you 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 don't have to say something about everything you know I um I I could not tell you a single person on this planet that if they did the crimes that Danny Masterson Masterson did, that I would speak up. If anything, I would speak out and like speak out and say, I condemn everything he did. And we stand against what he did. He's no longer a friend of us. We do not condone that behavior. But to like write letters in support, not, I guess technically it's not support, but it is kind of in support of him if you're saying Hey, hey, don't you have to be questioned, yeah. Exactly. Um yeah, yeah it's it's insane. And they then did, they,
1: I, they dug their own grave with that one.
0: They, they truly, if they get killed forever, then that's on them. Like yeah. this is a justifiable cancellation.
1: Yeah. Um disappointing but, because I feel like they do a lot and but again, I, I it goes back to like we only know the these celebrities to a certain degree you know we think that we know them because we've seen them for x amount of years of our life and then they do something like, years of, like on our TV i don't know like yeah. your true intentions as a human being to be able to back somebody like this but disappointing even if it was somebody so, that we knew inside and out we'd have the same stance of just yeah disappointed
0: I, and then we were talking about this, but also Kitty and Red really Mm -hmm. getting, probably because we don't know their real names, but, um, they kind of, they wrote letters on Danny Masterson's behalf as well. And they really are just kind of getting away with it. Yeah. Not on that watch. No. Not on that. No. Now that we've got to cancel that 90s show, I don't want to watch that shit anymore.
1: Didn't even attempt to watch it. Yeah. It was cute. Mm. It was, it was fun. And
0: um all right
1: to move on to things that you should actually watch and things that we watched this past summer this past summer this you know it's still summer i guess honestly september one happened and i was like it's fall i whatever the like actual times were for different you're
0: like screw the equinox yeah. it's okay fall. i don't care
1: about the equinox um <laughs> i to list them off real quick and we're gonna the same kind of way i did with these divorces that had happened uh, and then we're going to do a little, tiny little deep dive. Everything that we've watched this summer, a good little bit. Um, yeah. There was a new season of Real Housewives of New York, uh new cast. A reboot. reboot. A reboot, yeah. yeah. I did get into for a bit. I need to catch up because I do want to keep up with the uh, this new cast. Uh, the Bear, The Summer I Turned Pretty, Hijack, The Crowded Room, In Just Like That. Okay. Once we want to catch up on and do know that you've been keeping up with obviously the real housewives from New York
0: yeah um I am in a weird state of mind where I'm kind of a little over Bravo which I can't believe I'm saying that I think I didn't take a hiatus I um
1: a lot of is- I mean
0: to be fair before we
1: had gone on to hi- gone off for a hiatus we had the entire Vanderpump
0: drama oh god maybe that's what fucking wore me out i'm so if i have to hear anything else about that damn show yeah i'm not watching the next season i'm so over it we can't do it anymore next season
1: now that i like as a non-bravo-ian knowing what i know now it's gonna make me but i'm sure as a former bravo watcher it's just
0: played out I just, it's so, I'm so over it. Um, You know what's the best show on Bravo right now, actually, is Below Deck. Oh, Really? Below Deck's amazing every single season. Like, they should quite literally be nominated for Emmys every single season. It's so good. Um, But this past season, in real time, we saw them stop a guy. I can't believe I'm bringing this up again. We saw them stop a guy from, like, trying to sexually assault one of the coworkers. It was crazy crazy shout out to my girl Aisha she she like went in there and like handled business um but yeah um no Roni is all right um it was a much needed reboot I got so sick of the old women on Roni um but I think that I'm having a problem with it because they're so close in age to me um and when the original Roni started, they were, they have the exact same ages as the women from the original Roni. So it's uh-huh. not like the women are too young. It's just that I'm too old. Like when I started right. watching Real Housewives, right. I was in 10th grade. Um And, and now like, I'm a oh my God. grown ass woman. So yeah. yeah, the youngest, um, there's two 35 year olds on, um, on, on crazy. Roni. That's too close. And it's weird. It's weird. Um. And I just I think that that's a big portion of it, but I just you think, think that that's I just like taking little... you out of the season this new reboot um well, okay, so I've, a lot of what's wrong with this season is that they had a woman on the show who they had to kick off the show because her husband was super racist um, like what three instances no shoot, they oh. completely cut her out of the show oh. like completely. So they had to cut a few episodes from the beginning of the show. So the first couple episodes just don't make sense. We don't get full introductions into the women. Um, we don't know how they're friends, quote unquote, with each mm-hmm. other. Um, what their connections are. Some of these women we don't even know their jobs because they had to cut it all out because of the. They had to cut out these first couple episodes because this racist woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's just this weird disconnect. I don't feel like I know any of them. Um, People have kids and they just kind of popped up with their kids. We don't really know the kids' background. Um, mm-hmm. Two of the women don't have kids at all, which I I like. Kids on Real Housewives, um, and if you're not going to have kids, which I I would rather than I'd like like for them to be married if they're not going to have kids, like some kind of family life. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only need one bachelorette on any series of housewives. Just one and then the rest I want. And now we have two to start. And like the shows do better when the husbands are involved. See Real Housewives of New Jersey. I don't want them too involved but it does better (laughs) when the husbands are involved. Yeah. We need a couple's trip. Like, so we can get double the trips out of the show. We need some drama with the husbands. We need the husbands caring about the drama. Like, we want the wives to be retelling the husbands what happened at the event from last night. And you don't mm-hmm. have that when you have a couple single people on the show. Um, or husbands that don't really want to be on the show. Actually, you know what? There's three single women on the show. Now that I'm thinking the about third it? that I'm not thinking of? Jenna Lyons, Bren, yeah. and Uba. All, all three Ooh, of them I are single her.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah and so our only married housewives well saw si, her husband doesn't want to be on the show he's a very private person so mm-hmm. we don't get to really see her husband jessel actually really like her husband um he's very involved which i like and then aaron's husband is also very involved so we really have like two and a half husbands out of six so yeah. it's taken away from the show um um, which not to say like the Real Housewives of New York, the husbands were never very involved, but I just think it's a good formula for the show. If you don't start the show with an actual friend group, which is another thing, mm-hmm. I need Andy to call me. I, I think the show works much, much better when it's actual friends because right. it's a lot uh, more like genuine with, yep. than six random women who yep. they just set up to be friends. Um, it's just not genuine. Like the fights are a little bit too intense, a little bit uh too real when they're um
1: connected not with fun. each
0: other cuz it's yeah. But when they're not friends, it's like I don't care that these women are fighting. Like right. I expect them to fight Obviously, and then they, they don't, don't care. Fight. Exactly. And then they don't care to make up because they're like I don't have a friendship like a long-standing friendship with this person. I don't need to go back to being friends with them. Um, right. Like again, I, I keep referencing this because I just told Courtney I rewatched the entire Rojas of New Jersey, like from season one, like a psychopath. But season one of Rojas of New Jersey, you had Dina Manzo and Caroline Manzo, who were sisters, and then you had their sister-in-law Jacqueline Larita, mm-hmm. and then you had Teresa, who is long, like lifelong friends with Dina, like mm-hmm. such good friends that Dina is Teresa's daughter's godmother. Um, mm-hmm. And then just this one random woman who became the villain, Danielle. But it worked because you had four people that had like a genuine friendship and it just all worked out. But I don't know. There's just something missing. They need to bring in a couple actual friends to Roni for it to completely work. But it's not bad. But it's not amazing. It's not as good as it could be. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so I watched that and then I watched The Bear, which is amazing. They're going to win so many Emmys. But particularly... I know you couldn't get into season one. You should no. trek your way through season one to watch the Christmas episode of of the Bear, the Bear. Yeah, I think I got like it, episodes,
1: I got four. I think I got like four episodes in, and I just couldn't. I don't know. Maybe I will, maybe I still will because I don't have anything that's really on my radar right now that I'm watching actively um, that I have time to give it a
0: rewatch. I can't tell you, first of all, the last time I got like genuinely shocked at a guest appearance on TV, mm. but for the bear, they've got, they've got for this, for the Christmas episode, four A-list actors. And it was like, I'm talking I A-list. People who are, I, think,
1: I do think I know at least two of them, but I won't say for the people that haven't watched it. And it in the event that they, they do want to watch it without uh, spoilers, but...
0: Yeah, it is. And the the directing and the cinematography for that episode, amazing. Like, if you... And I have one of these houses, a chaotic holiday house, mm-hmm. like, where it's packed to the gr- brim full of people, there's nowhere for you to get, like, a moment of silence. It... I've never seen like it exemplified so much on TV. Like cool. it is perfect. Perfect. Like makes you feel like you have anxiety while you're watching it, where you're like, Oh my God, I just need a break. Like right. it is the same feeling that you feel it, when you're there in real time. Exactly. It is so, so good. Um, hmm. And then what, tell me about hijack. It's got my mans
1: hijack is, I do believe it's seven or eight episodes. Um, it is starring Idris Elba and it is chronicling, and it says in real time the distance it would take from, I do believe it's Abu Dhabi to London, and this plane that he is on is hijacked. He is a like master, like negotiator of sorts. Um, there is a a group. I don't. I, I don't. I, I don't know if I could classify this type of group that they are. Um, you have to send photos of the people that are dead on the plane. There's a whole thing, but it's connected to stocks and bonds and you know uh, if prices go up on a certain company, yeah. So every episode of this television show on Apple TV is supposed to be one hour of the actual flight that Idris Elva is on and showing what is happening in the air versus what's happening in real time, um, on the ground as they're trying to figure out this hijack situation. It is very good. I, um, really enjoyed it. It, I, I do it like that. It was only seven episodes. It is the time that it takes, like I said, from point A to point B. Um, Idris is of incredible. Of course
0: I, and beautiful. Can, yeah, and beautiful. It's always helpful if you're um, going to watch show if they are all attractive.
1: Yeah. And another episode. <laughs> if anybody hasn't watched, uh, Tom Holland in the Crowded Room featuring uh, Amanda Seyfried. I don't know if anybody is really familiar with um, True Crime. There was a guy that ha- it was in the 70s. I wish I could remember his name. But he is the first... Um, patient that is living with um, DID disorder um, that they had let off rather for the crimes he committed for insanity based on his condition. Um, and so it's loosely re- um, related to that in the sense that the main character in the crowded room has these multiple personalities that do these various cr- And all a a singular crime, Um, Mm -hmm. but it's again it's based off of this man who actually lived. Um, He was let (laughs) off because they decided uh, insanity versus the actual crime, Um, without giving so much away. Also, great Tom Holland is amazing to watch him transition through personalities while the camera stays still on him. And switch
0: like, dude, it's incredible. I, I, I always forget about um, Apple TV. And I don't know really why. Wanna... Some good shit on there. Yeah, I know. It's just it really like they don't Severance? advertise like the others. Did I watch what Severance? I tried. I couldn't get into it. No, I couldn't get into it. I, I don't know. like to talk about work in real life, so I don't know about watching a show about work.
1: Very you know? different.
0: Very different. But if you ever get the yeah. chance. I, I tried. I could fall asleep on it. It's so great to start.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Um, and you've watched, and just like that, the reboot. Is that oh, God. Like, season two.
0: It's so bad, but I can't quit it. I don't know. But this season, spoiler, I don't care. Aiden comes back, and um, he and Carrie rekindle their relationship. And as an Aiden girly... maybe that's what made it so much more watchable because I fucking hated Big I hated Big on Sex and the City Uh I was happy when he died on Just Like That I'm glad that he's cancelled in real life so he can't even come back from the show yeah yeah. he deserved a worse death but I'll take it I hate Big (laughs) Um, I love Aiden and not just because the guy who plays him I can't think of his name he's from West Virginia but He's, he's also the dad in, um, if you guys don't watch Sex and the City, he's the dad into all the boys I loved before. And I was really hoping that they would like make (laughs) the worlds collide and that he would have been married to this Asian woman and had three kids. And that's why he couldn't move back to New York City because he has these three, um, children. But anyway, and just like that, it's so bad, but I can't stop watching it. But let me tell you something, the... Writers for just like that have apparently never seen Sex in the City before. <sighs> there are so many continuity errors. It drives me absolutely insane. Um, first of all, Aiden has three kids, one of them being a 20-year-old. Well, that's impossible because he was engaged to um, Carrie 20 years ago, IRL. Mm-hmm. So like if you use the timeline of the show. So he would not have a 20-year-old kid and have been in a relationship With another woman, because it just doesn't make sense. They also screwed up and said that, like, um, he refuses to go up into their apartment and they make it seem like he can't go up there because she chose bigger for him. And it's like, no, Aiden bought Carrie her apartment and the apartment next door knocked down the wall, doubled the size of her apartment so they could have room to live together. He was in it to win it. He was wanting to be with her forever so much so that he bought two New York City apartments, okay? Mm. And they, the writers just kind of brushed that aside. They were like, oh yeah, he's just jealous that she chose big and that's why he can't go up there. No. that man probably spent millions. How much is a New York City apartment? Uh, like, the he saw it as well, like, no. These... The writers of the show have never re- like watched the show a day in really? their lives. They've never watched Sex and the City. It drives me nuts. And it's a little too like inclusive. <laughs> 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 These women hung out with only gay men in the four of them. Now they have, everybody has a black friend to share. Mm-hmm. Um Carrie's got an Indian best friend. They are hanging out with um, non binary folks, which I'm sorry, they were supposed to be New York City liberals. So, yes, they would vote for Democrats, but they would not be cool with like too much of weirdos. I'm, I, don't, I say weirdos, that's not what I meant, but like they would not hang out with others like that whatsoever they're hanging out with people in wheelchairs they would make fun of people in wheelchairs in the original like it is so like here y'all want some diversity here come get y'all's diversity like and that will perfectly
1: segue us into the summer i turn pretty because i feel like we've oh had god. the uh. same idea about um oh my god uh jeremiah that they just, just made, made him buy bisexual by. for no reason at all, and then they made the cousin I said to I'm, the story. I'm forgetting their name. Um, even though this person is wait, what was the name?
0: I don't know their cousin. Yeah, okay. I thought you had said it.
1: Let me look it up super I,
0: quick. I don't, I don't know their name. Time.
1: This summer, I turned pretty. Season two but it very much felt like that because I didn't read the books. I don't know if you did, but I also, he, that Jeremiah wasn't by it's again, we are probably two of the bluest blues you'll find, but to throw in these just for sake of, and I inclusion is needed, but just to throw them in for the sake of it just feels a bit, just for the sake of diversity. They were like superficial. Make it not a part of the story i gonna do it Thai was the name of the cousin oh yeah um it just doesn't feel genuine and you can tell that to the story not that their stories don't need to be told I just
0: I don't know if you're gonna if you're gonna give us diversity give a storyline for it a hundred percent not just um not just like oh here's a black person mhm like here you go OK, mm-hmm. And all right, well, Jenny on, all of her stories are based around Asian people, which I completely respect, so they don't have to throw in an Asian person, but it's just like, here, Right. OK, right. Jenny right. On does love Asian girls with white guys, though, exclusively. As
1: we've seen. um return. Yeah. <laughs> I just felt like season two was just so it was sad. Move. It was it's just so, so under not that season
0: one was like, you know, Emmy Award winning TV, exactly. but it was
1: like enjoyable. Season two just felt a little too uh young. Yeah.
0: I was like, oh, oh this show is not for me as I was yeah. watching it. I was like, I am as we're walking 30 plus 31 year, old woman. year olds walking yeah.
1: <laughs> 17 year olds, whatever. Um Yeah. But you would just tell a difference in writing. I don't know what it is. It just season two didn't do it for me. To the point where I was like, I don't need to watch season three. Like, I could be fine if I just
0: chucked out. It'll be one of those things. Th- they should think they're lucky stars that there is was, was summer and there was nothing to watch. Mm-hmm. So, like, if yeah. I wanted to stay home on the weekend, I was like, oh, I could watch the new episode of Summer, I Turn Pretty. Also,
1: personal gripe with Taylor giving her song August to that show just to gain viewers more if they hadn't already watched season
0: one. Mm, I don't know about it. It just made me wait. Is it wait, is it not a show? I mean a song or wait. It is
1: a song. I but it also just felt like through the season they used too many Taylor songs, which was a boy oh, to get Taylor too. fans to watch season two. It just felt like a little too uh Taylor Swift music based. And coming from a Taylor fan, I was just like come on we don't need to use every song in her discography to hot Taylor.
0: I think that um, I think that a lot of uh, Taylor's fan base and the fan base they aim for there's a huge overlap there annoyingly yes I've told you I have um, uh, I I I think Taylor's Taylor fans have a little bit of, like, Disney adult energy. Um, you have. You have. We've uh, talked about this. You have know, voiceless to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's... Listen, i watched every episode of The Summer I Turned Pretty. I just don't like Taylor Swift, so I, it's not like my personality is much, no, much better. No, right. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> no, I, not that. No, I, I understand. I understand
1: where you're coming from. Um, okay. Was there anything else we watched this summer... I think we pretty much covered it. I'm going to get into my recommendation. The one movie we hadn't touched on, um, it was kind of an indie movie that is gaining a lot of traction. It's called Past Lives. Um, Anybody that has not seen it, I need you to find a movie theater near you to watch it. It is an incredible movie. Um, I know, I need to see it still. It is about two young friends who meet each other in about these 12-year increments Um, when they're 12, the little girl, um, there's a little girl and a little boy named, uh, Nora and Haesung. Um, Nora then moves to Canada and so she leaves, they meet each other again when they're 24. And then again, when they're 36 and it is based around the idea of, What would happen, I suppose, if things had gone differently, which is such a broad topic, but I don't really know. It kind of reminded me in a way of La La Land towards the end, where the two main characters kind of envision themselves if they had gotten together. And then you see kind of like a montage of what their life would be like. But this is an entire movie based on that. It is... Very moving and is based on, you know, multicultural events and stuff like that. But I wept. <laughs> I cried so hard. Oh, I you took lot. after. So but yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, weep, 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 weep. Um so if it is playing near you, I highly recommend to see it. That is a personal recommendation. I would
0: really oh, I might watch that this weekend.
1: Yeah, it is it's a really beautiful movie. And My second recommendation is kind of selfishly because I am seeing Hosier finally after like more than 10 years this Friday. Um, and his latest album came out about two weeks ago. It's called unreal on earth and the way that he has, um, arranged the storyline of the album is based on Dante Inferno's like nine circles of hell. Um, And it is just so beautifully tied together, the songs and the stories of Dante's Inferno. I cannot recommend it enough. I think it is probably my favorite album of the year. Um, So after I see him live for the first time, I cannot wait to come back on the podcast and tell you how incredible he was. But until then, listen to Unreal on Earth anywhere you can stream it. It is a great album. In my opinion, I think it is his best album He's put out. So, yeah. Really? Yeah. I need to listen to it. I'm going to listen to it tomorrow. On, it is incredible. It is incredible. Okay. Next up, we have, as we do, our crushed grapes. Mom, for this past summer, well, if we've been gone. I feel like oh, Sophia Hey,
0: hey, hey. Sour grapes first, crushed grapes last. So, so we ended up
1: No, we did do sour grapes first. So yeah. We're going to end on a good, a good note. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. Do um, you, you want to go and say yours and spoil it and then we'll do sour grapes and then do you mind because it's kind of both of ours?
1: Wait, so me say
0: my, my crushed grape or sour grape first? Since you already just said it. Okay. And then we'll go to sour grapes and then we'll go back to my crushed grapes because it's both of our crushed okay. grapes. Okay. My... Highlighted or something. My like
1: crushed. I think... It, um, I definitely already said it. Sophia Ritchie. I don't know there's, <laughs> there's... There hasn't been an It Girl recently... Maybe other than like Alex Neal, who is very TikTok, like uh, whatever. Yeah, Sophia Richie. There is not another it girl who has single-handedly changed the way we look at what these oh upcoming gosh. months are going to look like in terms of fashion and you know overall influencer style. Um, her wedding that she had covered, incredible. I, and then she with t- on TikTok. I mean, anything that she's putting on down to her shoes we as like if anybody hears my cat <laughs> disregard he's going off it is taking it is taking hold of any style trends that we are seeing in the fall and winter um so sophia richie i don't feel like anybody has had a better summer than her
0: no truly no absolutely
1: she, she's the new girl um okay but to get back into our sour because i'm I forgot how to throw off. We do sour and then we end on a good note with our crushed. Um, I'm going to focus on Lizzo. Lizzo, over these past couple months, she has been filed a lawsuit against her three former backup dancers um, accusing of sexual, religious, and racial harassment, disability disability discrimination, assault, false imprisonment, creating a hostile work environment and weight shaming. Um, I believe the story was that there were a few dancers while they were overseas, I believe, like in Sweden. Amsterdam. I'm sorry, where? Amsterdam. Amsterdam, you're right. Um, they had went to this certain bar... Club
0: in the red light district. And they the went to light like district. a
1: cabaret show in yeah. the red
0: light district. Yeah. And
1: certain things had come up that had made these dancers feel uncomfortable, which is where a lot of this lawsuit stems from. Um, and they are also uh have allegations against the former creative director for Lizzo, um
0: who seems to be the real bad problem. guy in all of yeah. this.
1: seems to be yeah. the real problem. Um and while all this was happening, a filmmaker named Sophia Allison had released a statement supporting the dancers. Um, she had followed Lizzo in the entire team in 2019 for a documentary, and she says that she had witnessed how arrogant, self-centered, and unkind she is. Reading that these reports made me realize how dangerous of a situation it was. Um, Lizzo has since fired back, saying that you know, these were untrue allegations. Um, if more comes from us, we're always, like I said, if anything else, we'll cover it. We don't really know what's happening. She has fired back saying, you know, these are completely untrue. We don't know what the real story is. We're not here to dismiss the stories of quite a few dancers. But, um... Yeah. Kind of... Oh, what's it hard to believe? It is just surprising to believe... She's the queen
0: of the body positivity movement. Coming from... I mean-
1: yeah, coming from Lizzo. Um... So, again, yeah, not to dismiss what could have happened to these dancers and not to blame or not to blame Lizzo for what could or could not have happened. Just a quick update as the sour, it's not a good look to have, you know,
0: nah. at all. So, uh, um, we'll give and Even if her person, even if her director was like the person that was really doing all of the actual bad stuff, um, why employ them
1: knowing? Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: exactly like Ellen DeGeneres. Like nobody ever said Ellen was doing anything like specifically like illegal or wrong in the workplace that she was a bitch is what her issue was. But people got on her because she employed all of these producers who were terrible to the staff. Right.
1: And if we find out out more, the spinoff of Ellen, Jimmy Fallon this past week. (gasps) Oh, yeah. Um,
0: You
1: know, known for having, what was it? Six? nine. I'm getting this wrong. Six to nine. um, I think think it was nine in nine years. Nine nine, um, showrunners in nine years. Nine years. Um, People saying you know just about the same as to what they were saying for the Ellen Jenner show and Jimmy being known for being hungover when he came to work and disoriented and drunk or whatever it could be. Um, He apparently had a, a Zoom call with his employees, you know, apologizing for the article that, article that had come out. But, um, yeah, you employ these people, so you should have some idea of how they treat their subordinates, I suppose. Um, yeah. So we'll keep up with that um, while all of this is going. And let's get into your thoughts. Oh,
0: my Sarah, I'll make it quick because I really don't have anything else to say except for hallelujah Tory Lanes was um, found guilty of shooting Magnus Simeon, which I think we already covered that, but he was sentenced to 10 years in prison and likely to be deported when he's finished. So Mm -hmm. that is just amazing. I hate that fucking midget. Um, (laughs) And I would not typically make fun of somebody's height because I'm not, you know, I'm a little height challenged myself, but. Some people deserve it. Listen, some people, you can bully people if they're bad. Yeah, that's several. If it qualifies, yeah, four right. in, four um, in, and now let's talk really quickly. The best thing about summer twenty twenty three. This being the up. best the, thing about the, the entire we're going to like summer.
1: Come to wrap up the show in some aspects, but this is the best thing that happened to us in the the months that we've been off. Um, Love Island, Love Island season ten,
0: Love Island UK season ten. UK. Let's okay. clarify, we ain't watching USA.
1: The producers and and the cast were in their bag.
0: In their motherfucking bag. Their Telfar, their Louis Vuitton. I don't know. In their bag. Can you tell
1: us another reality TV show that has happened that could be on par with the season that has just happened?
0: This was literally this is quite literally the only season comparable to season five. Mm. They were amazing. There were so many twists and turns and like immediate um, kicking people out of the house, yep. bringing people back in the house. Yep. We had found a star in Whitney. Yep. Ayo, Whit. a yo wit A star. Yep. Uh, the men brought it. The girls. Oh, my God. The girls were amazing this season. Like yeah. Usually the girls really, like, stick to a guy and they don't want to leave. Yeah. But this season, the girls were like, Costa new guy. Bye. Costa Moore, Costa
1: more costumes.
0: Oh, my God. Like, yes. the... We actually had legit bombshells, mm-hmm. like bombshells that would make you leave your man for once. Yep, I 10 out of 10, season 10. Anybody who doesn't noticed. watch Love Island,
1: I don't know how you've gotten away with it this long, because for as long as we've been doing the podcast, we've been talking about Love Island. Go to Hulu, type yes. in Love Island UK, season 10. I don't even know if I want season you to 10. watch... The thing is, I was thinking about that today. Do I want other people to watch previous seasons before they watch season 10 to know how good season 10 is and not to be spoiled by how good the season
0: was before they continue watching? Ooh, good question. But you know, okay, I think that they should watch season nine to see how bad it can be. Season nine was awful. That was the South Africa season. If you guys watch this, I need
1: you to understand you're taking on a commitment. These are 60 50 to 60, 60 episodes. Long. I mean, it is daily yeah. the way that it is Big Brother. It is, you know, you are following them Monday through Friday. I think you get two days break. You might get an after sun yeah. You might get behind the scenes, whatever it is. You still might watch them. It takes up. It takes up quite a lot of time. It takes your time. Yeah. But, but it is so worth it. to be spoiled into watching this season that we've just had as your first to not understand what we've gone through as Love Island Watchers, to understand how good that we've just
0: had it with the drama that had happened. Oh my God. It was amazing. I mean, I am like nervous for next season. I love this season so much that I was like, should I watch USA? Mm. Should I? That's how much, that's how good this season of UK was. That I was considering watching USA.
1: For people that have watched, which I believe is probably a very small amount of people who listen to our podcast who actually have watched it all other than people who listen religiously in the UK, which
0: blessings shout out to go. We do yeah. <laughs> have a returning
1: character from the UK to the U S who was voted out at the same yeah. time as he was in the UK. Uh, Scott who love won the internet by storm. Scott is my guy. Scott is your guy. Scott is the internet's guy. Yes. Um, but I do agree. It almost, it made me contemplate watching, watching the USA's, season just to watch more of it the season is so good we have couples who we I think would not be couples who then break up as oh, we think oh. they should who get together with somebody else who they should not be if the and it's I so. feel the, the couples that we have had and did have were so strong I mean Molly and Zach were so strong up until we had Katie. Ella and Ty oh, were man. strong. We did it. Medi and Whitney were very strong until Medi left. And then we, Whitney and Locken. And, Locken. These were very strong couples. I just, I can't. It's so good. It's so good. It's so, it's good.
0: so good. I, um, I had a bunch of people at work start watching it and like, you sh- so me and Courtney used to like kind of save up episodes and watch him. Mm-hmm. No, we were watching this day. daily. Day. Literally the highlight of my day. I would be like, I cannot wait to get off work, walk this damn dog, come back and watch this. 100%. And then when they weren't on Hulu that one day, that was- <gasps> Oh my god, I almost it. lost it. That's why I went to Plex um, like illegally downloading. I had to illegally stream it. I was like, okay. I can't, I can't, I can't hold back. I can't stop myself. Yep. Um you're going to start understanding British accents. It's amazing. Yes. It's amazing. Anybody, All right, wrap this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, <laughs> we're wrapping it up. Us, we are hitting us.
1: close, if not over two hours. I need to... Decide. Yes, we're I over
0: know. two hours. I think. Our overall
1: recommendation from the both of us. If you have not watched season 10, Love Island, UK, get on Hulu. You watch have them. to. Watch the Suns, Watch the unseen bits. This is... This is reality Peep. TV. This is Peep. these are the characters. These are the personalities you keep up with. I, I we can't stress that enough. Um, and that wraps it up. That wraps up our summer twenty twenty three. It's so
0: long, but we had to. We had so much to cover. Yeah,
1: <laughs> a lot, a lot, and nothing has happened. A lot has happened in these past couple of weeks that we needed to to fill in on. Um, yeah, but yeah. So next week. Will be really the kickoff of anything that is new is happening. Hopefully, we have stories, and I'm sure we will. Um, we will. We absolutely will. Yeah. Um, as always, follow us on Twitter. We are at through the Grapevine Pod on Twitter. Through the Vine Pod. Through the Vine Pod. I have to remember all this. Yeah. And on Instagram, I know. We are at through the Grapevine. Um, yes. Let us know if you guys have watched anything that we've recommended. If there is things that you guys watched this past summer that you need us to watch, just to watch and speak about, let us know um, in our DMs. If you have our numbers, you can text us. Or you can email them. Ugh. Yeah, probably don't text me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no. us um, hey. We are both going, to, there's a little bit of a drop happening right now. Like I said, I'm rewatching Vampire Diaries because nothing really is on. Um,
0: I'm about to start in the my fall. Gilmore Girls rewatch. Yeah.
1: Fall. I I am probably going to start the um, Golden Bachelor once that happens towards the end of the month. Oh yeah, we'll
0: cover that. We'll cover
1: that. We're both going to watch that. But in the time being, anything that we didn't discuss on here, do reach out, let us know, and we'll talk to you guys next week.
0: Yeah, we're back, baby. We're back. All right, (laughs) bye. (laughs)